I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey team, uh, before we jump into the pod, uh... Before I even say anything, I have to apologize. Uh, Van Helsing is our movie of the week, and it was released not in 2011. It was released in 2004. Just a few movies that came out that year. The Village, Dawn of the Dead, The Day After Tomorrow, The Machinist, Passion of the Christ, and the Jamie Foxx, Tom Cruise movie, Collateral. Yeah, Clyde says this movie comes out in 2011 a lot. So, this little segment's recorded after the whole pod, so we will uh, let you get to the original show. Yeah, that that's on me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Monday, brother. Hey, man, what's going on? Dude. Yeah. You had a nice little vacation. Yeah, a whole, whole week. A little 40 hours off the clock. <laughs> well, it was uh, actually 32 hours off the clock. Oh, Monday was a holiday. So Monday was yeah. a holiday. Yeah. And you're pretty good at math, too. So yeah, I appreciate you know. that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I yeah. do a lot with numbers in my day-to-day. Yeah, I'm supposed to. I give that to somebody else. And your time off, sir. Yeah. What'd you do, man? Talk, talk to me. I did nothing. Like, you <laughs> work, you put like 40-plus hours in, typically, right? Yeah, yeah. So you were off for those I thirty-two put in, hours. Put in more than forty usually. Oh, okay. Just gloat, right? Oh. Excuse the out of us. Make sure everybody knows that in the world. He works hard. <laughs> um, when you say absolutely nothing, I know you said you were like you had some like appointments lined up and stuff like that, but like hobby time, Javier time. Do anything very productive? I guess is what I should say. I'm more intrigued. Talk to us. Oh, let's see. Doctor's appointment. Uh, watch some watch some TV. Okay. Watch some movies. Anything good that you really watched, or anything really bad that you watched? Uh, I watched Rings of Power. 
Okay, I have not caught it yet. I hear uh, they got some black elves, though. They're doing their thing, man. Hey, man. Yeah. Parody, I love it. <laughs> uh, Cobra Kai? Uh, probably going to start that tomorrow night. Oh, kill me. Kill me. I yeah. can't, can't do this without you, man. Can't I will. <laughs> I'll hold off. It'll be nah. done. Do- it'll be done by next pop. Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, let's see. Of course, She-Hulk caught that. Uh, just some random stuff, man. Good, good deal. Was it this past week that I texted you about this is 40? Uh, was that the it week was before? not. It was last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, great movie, by the way. So is it better than Knocked Up? It's different story, though. It's different. It's a different story. Same yeah. director, same writer. Yeah. It's it's a different thing. It's it's uh it was hilarious. One thousand percent, yes. And I really enjoyed it. Can't say if it's better or not, but it's it's a different movie though. Okay. It's not it's not the same same thing. I mean it's got the man, the myth, the living legend. Yeah. Just doesn't age. <laughs> so good, Paul Rudd. His hair looks so good in that movie too. He's the man. <laughs> There was one scene where they're walking out of like the school after the uh, um, incident with the other lady. Yeah, and he's walking, and he's just like, just the way he's walking, like his hair is blowing. I was like, just this guy, this guy, this this dude. He doesn't age, man. Yeah, something about this guy. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. What else you accomplished, man? Uh, or did not accomplish? Uh, that was a lot of my week. Was you just, just veg? Just you just veg out, out with the dog. Love it. Chilling. You yeah. deserve it. You work hard. I don't take many full weeks off. Yeah. Um, usually we do just kind of a long weekend. Yeah. We go yeah, out yeah. of town, things Same. like that. Uh, but I had some days to burn. And I said, okay, I'm out. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> That's Will Smith uh, in the Independence Day before he gets out of the uh, spacecraft, guys. Right. You remember. We'll post uh, on our, our socials if you don't remember. <laughs> Peace. So, yeah, not not a very big productive week. Just just relax, man. Good deal. Yeah. All right. Um, did, you, did you do anything? Football all weekend. It was awesome. I did not watch any football. Dude, your Cowboys lost. <laughs> but I know you don't really care. Not too worried about it. But my Giants won. We're one and zero. Oh, All right, and the Cowboys are zero oh and one. That's very yeah. important to me. <laughs> so let's get that out there right now. Right, yeah. the Tar Heels won on Saturday. Oh, nice. Barely, but they won. That's well, how it matters. You know, a W is a W is a W. That's what Dom says, right? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, doesn't matter if it's an inch or a mile. Doesn't matter if it's an inch <laughs> or a mile. Um, did you catch that Pinocchio movie? I haven't yet, though. Is that the one you watched over the weekend? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it last night. I watched uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, like twice. Nice. I have not yeah. I have not watched it since the theater. I need um, to. I was planning on watching Pinocchio, but I think I watched Love uh, Thor, Love and Thunder again. It um, was like, it was like, which one do I want to watch? I'm going to watch this one a second time just because I'm not. Yeah. Not like. Was interesting. Super excited about Pinocchio. I don't think I really watched the Disney like original animated joint okay. 
of Pinocchio. I don't think I've ever caught it, like at least not in its entirety. Right. Um, but seeing this, yeah. <laughs> JGL is Jiminy Cricket, though. Yep. Spot on. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, I've never been a Pinocchio fan. Like, I've I've never been like, oh yeah, Pinocchio's awesome. Yeah. Even seeing the, you know, the original way back when, it was always kind of creepy. Well, that, was like, that's what everybody was saying. I've been yeah. reading, like, reviews and everything. It's like, this one's less scary. <laughs> this one's more, like, fable. That one's more of, like, a, a tragic, like, hey, don't get into these situations. Gotcha. Because this will happen. And it was kind of just like, oh, I can just do this and get out of this, and it's all good because I'm a wooden boy. It was wild. Um, <laughs> it's on Disney Plus, guys. Check it out. Whatever. So one, I think we need to try to find and do for our October movies, uh, Pinocchio's Revenge. Oh, let's get let's let's see where that's at. Oh, okay. Uh, guys, no. Pinocchio's Revenge is coming at you in October. Pinocchio's Revenge. Let's see where that's going to be playing at. I I don't know how to use IMDb. It's not good. Uh, <laughs> he said I uh, don't know how to use IMDb. I went, I went to the whole the whole wrong thing. Um, Make sure I know how to. I got you. I, I think it's just on. Oh, wow. This is, um, okay, 1996. Yeah. Pinocchio's Revenge is an hour 36. A suburban defense defense lawyer mistakenly gives her troubled daughter Zoe a wooden puppet belonging to a deceased serial killer. <laughs> wow. The toy filled with the void of friendship mm. in Zoe's life, but Zoe begins to act increasingly strange and violent. I don't I don't see it like streaming like not even on Amazon. You gotta buy the D V D or the, the VHS, excuse me. <laughs> So no, there's a DVD there. There's a DVD there somewhere. Uh, well, we have a whole month, so we'll figure it out between now and then. Maybe like a live watch for our... Let's do it. Post it on, on the tube. There you go. I like it. <laughs> All right, guys. So that's... Yeah, so Pinocchio, it's on Disney+. Plus. Robert Zemeckis. It looks beautiful. Just a really strange movie. I think the whole story behind Pinocchio is a little weird to me, but... Guys, I could not go to sleep last night. So once again, I was so stoked. Um, I watched, it was like opening NFL weekend. So I'm watching right. football. My, the Panthers don't lose in like a thriller. Uh, my Giants win in a thriller. The Cowboys get their butts beat. That's a beautiful thing, guys. Okay. <laughs> the Cowboys lose. Everybody's That's winning. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Shout right. out to my main man Mitchell Scott Reese. Right. All right, um, but I couldn't go to sleep. Like I was just pumped. Mm. So I get on the old Netflix. Start, right. start start the Doom Scroll. I'm gonna find something, and you know what I normally do when I'm on Netflix is I I will find stuff. I won't watch it. I'll just put it in my queue. I you know. Before we pass on it, I did watch the, I can't remember the name of it right now, the uh, Ludacris and Queen Latifah. Oh, Drive, drive Time or? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Queen 
Carvana or whatever. <laughs> I did watch that movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I forgot the name of the movie, so it probably wasn't. So a good thumbs thing. down. Yeah, it wasn't that. All right. I couldn't go to sleep. Okay. We're on Netflix, doom scrolling, putting stuff in my queue. Oh, I'll watch that later. Yeah. Guys, I never watch the movies, okay? I'm forever what, doom scrolling, putting you, stuff in my queue. What did you queue last night? Um, there was this show about this doctor that, I think it's a new show on Netflix about this doctor that, it was after midnight, so I apologize. That's fair. But there's these three troubled youths that have youths. Youths. Youths, youths. youths were smit when I need them. Um, <laughs> that are going through something, and then like he gives them like monstrous powers or whatever. <laughs> I saw the trailer only, and I was like, All right. So that... And I'm a sucker for Skyfall. Skyfall is on there. I'm watching it. It's in my queue. I'm really excited about it. But I nice. fell on a movie that I haven't seen since it dropped in theaters. Okay. What was that? Uh, Mom, Dad, Grandmother, please close your ears. So I apologize, oh, no. okay? Oh, no. Um, earmuffs. Earmuffs. A good old-fashioned O-R-G-Y is the name of the movie. 2011. I love this movie. I love this movie, dude. Just real quick. A group of 30-year-olds who have been friends since high school attempt to throw an end-of-the-summer orgy. All right. Just going to read this cast. Not going to spoil it for you, even though you already know what it's about. Jason Sudeikis, Leslie Bibb, Tyler LeBane, Lake Bell, Michelle Borth, Nick Kroll, (laughs) Angela Serafin, Lindsay Sloan, Martin Starr, Reese Coyer, Will Forte. Will Forte is in an orgy movie, okay? 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 David Kochner is in an orgy movie, okay? Guys, if you have an hour 35 to spare, get on Netflix, watch this. Yes, the plot, the, the plot is crazy. Noted. But it's a (laughs) direct watch. (laughs) But it is a really good movie about like having your core group of friends and knowing that something is about to change in your lives where you can't party and and bullshit the way that you used to, where you have to do something that it's going to be remembered forever. Gotcha. And this weird premise was they're just going to have an orgy with each other. Just, you know, I mean, mean, whatever. 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 We don't judge here. Right? Twenty twenty two, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was twenty eleven. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't judge back then. You know, whatever. I highly recommend it, guys. It's it's funny. It's uh, actually light hearted. It's sweet hearted, and uh, Jason Sudeikis is the front man. Is just fabulous. So good deal. Highly recommend. Orgy style. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are discussing trailers for Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, The Fablemans, Episode 4 of She-Hulk, and our Movie of the Week, Van Helsing. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and check out these two trailers, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, and The Fablemans, directed by my man, Steven Spielberg. 
Bro, so we got Daniel Craig back. Yes. As Benoit Blanc. It's like Southern Cockney voiced. I think he's kind of uh, put his stamp on that at this point, right? I feel like, okay, so Death Under Now. Right. Who do we have there? You kind of see it. Kind of see it, right? Yes. Uh, The lead in that. There's a large glare on this poster right now. I'm sorry. Uh, is I feel like he's trying to. Rian Johnson know. is making his what? own like Agatha, Agatha Christie, um, type ordeal, man. I love when I look at something, I just forget every information that's e- in my brain. Everything, everything that happens there. I forgot to die. That's the only one I remember. Uh, Hercule Perot. Hercule Perot. <laughs> but I feel like this is Rian Johnson's version of Hercule Perot, right? Gotcha. Uh, Knives Out was so good that now he wants to create these stories, these movies right. with Daniel Craig as um, Benoit Blanc has another dope name like Hercule yeah, yeah. Perot, like a really dope name. And he's just going to bring it in this movie, I think, man. There looks like they're on a boat. At one point in time, yeah, a couple and of different. You different don't really there. know what mystery is at this point, but that's the mystery that's that we don't know. Yeah, that's and it's going to be about the unraveling, and it's going to be about these great cast of characters. Man, we got Ed Norton. Got a great cast of characters. Ed Norton looked really good in this trailer. You're talking about uh, Daniel Craig's eyes. Ed Norton's eyes was yeah, pretty good. Really? yeah. I got lost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kate Hudson, Dave Batista, uh, Jessica Hennick, which Henwick. She is fantastic. She's coming up, man. Uh, Madeline Klein, Ethan Hawke, Catherine oh. Hahn. Let's go. Right. Janelle Monet, Leslie Odom Jr. This is just going to be a fantastic movie with a fabulous cast. When does this drop? Netflix has not told us yet, but hopefully soon. Hopefully soon, man. I got to watch this movie. This is going to be fun, guys. Javi, what do you think the mystery is? Uh, I don't know. Somebody stole some money and somebody died. That's where I'm going with it. I'm ready with, I'm ready for it, though. Yeah, yeah. He stole, stole a piece of jewelry. Oh. Or they stole some money. Ooh. And they were murdered. Uh, murdering offenses right there. I, I don't know. I'm here for it, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're going to throw Glass Onion on our trailers. We're going to throw this trailer on our socials. One of these days, I'm going to get that right. We'll see. And, guys, um, if you want to see our reaction and live watching the trailer, check out the YouTube page. Yes, sir. All right, man. Uh, we got the Fablemans. Yes. Let's let's talk about this for a second. All right. It's Steve Spielberg movie, so obviously it's beautiful. That's fair. Just gorgeous movie, <laughs> looking movie. Okay. Um. This is also a story about his life. Growing up in post-World War II era Arizona, a young man named Sammy Fableman discovers a shattering family secret and explores how the power of films can help him see the truth. 
Uh, World War II was over in 45. Spielberg was born in 46. How do I know those two, two things? I'm a freaking agent right, sometimes. Right, Just don't right. ask questions. He's my favorite director. Um, should be everybody's favorite director. And if he's not, watch his movies. <laughs> um, go watch Jaws right now. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I feel like he wrote this. I don't know why he wrote this and wanted mm-hmm. to do this movie. Why he wanted to tell the, tell his He's telling his story. It's exactly what he's doing. He grew up in Arizona. I mean, are you piecing that together? Or is that a fact? Those These are facts. Okay. These are... I have seen a lot of documentaries on this man. Okay. All right. I've done a book report twice no, I on meant this like man. that this movie is about him. It all just makes sense, man. Okay. That's fine. It all just makes sense to me. Um... I don't know why, because usually Spielberg, when he does a movie, it's because something is happening in the world okay. and he needs to shoot this movie. Um, he did West Side Story. We were talking about just a few years ago, once again, not trying to get political, but we were talking about um, allowing Hispanics, you know, uh, people across the border. And right. Um, migrants and stuff like that and people resettling here and becoming citizens. Yeah. So he did West Side Story. Before that, there was an attack on the media and, and the news and the Washington Post. So he so he directed the movie The Post with, with Tom Hanks, right? Right. Um, he has always been about doing a movie that has, that is about the time. Gotcha. Um, he did War of the Worlds. Why did he do that movie? He did that post 9-11. Right? So, like, everything that he does has a, a reason. He tells his story and wears his heart through his movies. This one's a little different. He wanted to tell a story about himself adjacent. Right. I don't know why, but what is this, two hours and 31 minutes? Yeah, I'm in the theater for this, man. This is going to be a beautiful movie. This is going to be a beautiful story about a young Steven Spielberg and, like, his uproots. I'm right. super excited, man. Oh, yeah. Sounds, what are your, what are your sounds, thoughts, brother? Sounds like you are. Um, Yeah, I don't know that much about Steven Spielberg. The man, the as, myth, the living legend? As you know. Jeez, man. I appreciate his movies. Okay. I don't dive into his life. I don't, like... You know, go to his house and stuff. I don't know what you do. <laughs> I don't do that. Playing <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> squash right. next Tuesday, dude. <laughs> Going to the club and playing squash, man. Yeah, I'll definitely check this movie out. Uh, he makes great movies. I mean, it's just going to be another one, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Maybe we'll see some cool behind-the-curtains things for his life. Yeah, I want. I just want to see... Like, I've always been fascinated about the man with, like, the greatest eye right? for cinema. I mean, he brought us not only E.T., Close Encounters, Jaws, but, like, Jurassic Park. Right. He brought a T-Rex to life. <laughs> yeah. He's the best, man. All right. I want to see his upbringing. This is going to be good, guys. Let's go. I want to say this right. We're going to post this to our socials. Deal. Yeah, man.
All right, brother. Let's talk about episode four of She-Hulk, man. Yeah, man. Is this not real magic? <laughs> She-Hulk's new client, Wong, is suing a magician for unauthorized use of the mystic arts. JV, this episode. Hilarious. Yeah. This is the only word you yeah. use for this one. This was so good, dude. Um, yeah, we, I mean, can't get enough of Wong. So he, good. He's just... <laughs> the... What really was great, you know, the whole Madison thing was awesome. But, like, when she's spoiling the Sopranos for him and he's like, Donnie Blaze is going to pay for this. That was, just that was my up, favorite. It sets thing. up the entire episode. <laughs> it really does, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's a courtroom type comedy drama yeah, yeah. or whatever. So he's not going to, like, go fight him or something. Yeah. He you know he's going to take him to court. <laughs> Yeah, he goes to do the uh, cease and assist, right? He can, he's like Sorcerer Supreme. He yeah. can literally do anything to this guy. He goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take you to court. Yeah, this one was uh, put out there a lot as uh, Wong and Madison featuring She-Hulk, or with special guest star She-Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, this whole thing was just funny and fun. This is the other episodes I've been to, right? Yeah. Um. But the way the MCU can drop a random person in a show and feed it to you like they did Madison, yeah, was fantastic. And I now, mean, she's like, a superstar right now, you want to see more yeah. of her, right? <laughs> we want to see her and Wong hanging out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all I want to see. It's just like that post. The post scene was oh fantastic. My God. <laughs> I love the two storylines yeah. here, right? So yeah, Wong is going after this. Uh, Magician Donnie Blaze, who is using some of the mystic arts <laughs> to, you know, for his m- magic act. And his magic act is not good unless he's doing like the mystic art stuff, right? Hey, yeah. Shout out to Reese Quarrow, man. He was an entourage. He makes his appearance here. He's looking good. Glad this guy's doing work, man. <laughs> Killing it. So, in regards to this movie, I mean, this show, man, the other thing is she is gets on, like, this d- dating app. Oh, yeah. And not having absolutely no success <laughs> as Jennifer Walters. Right. Zero. Creates a profile as She-Hulk? Just off the chart. Off through the freaking roof, man. <laughs> through the roof. Yeah. And, like... It's almost, once again, this show is not for everybody. Right. But it's almost perfect. It was like the morning after. He's like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Who yeah. are you? Right. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to I'm just gonna go. This is, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <that> was, <laughs> yeah, it's all kinds of messed up in that regards. But that's kind of the point, right? Yeah. Like, like she's since the beginning it's like she hasn't been much as jennifer now she hulk on the other hand is gets all the attention definitely she's um, fun man this is yeah. this is more fun than i thought it was going to be <laughs> and madison wong you're right i got to see well, see more of them man yeah and it's fun it's like she could have just been at the front of the show yeah. you know her little piece at the beginning but just to keep wrapping her up over and over was was really what made her a great character because she was consistent 
for one. Yeah. Like, is the same person every time it popped up on screen. So good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> guys, episode four. Are you still following this? We got a few more episodes left. What do you guys think? Uh, should She-Hulk yeah. be renewed for season two? And she turns out to be a badass, right? Yes. Madison? Yes. Like, makes a deal with the demon or something like that. <laughs> she, she shows up at Wong's with a heart in her hand. <laughs> I feel like she's, I feel like she's, like, drunk most of the time. Yeah, this yeah. is happening. And, like, obviously the whole thing is, like, drunk people have, like, courage out the booty. Yeah. So it's, like, sober yeah. her, which is probably few and far between. Right, right. Um, her character. Um would probably not do something like that because she's <laughs> stupid drunk. Yeah, she's going to mess with like a, a devil donkey yeah. character or whatever and sell her soul. Whatever yeah. she's got to do, man. <laughs> Guys, uh, do you want this? Do you want she to be renewed for a second season? Do you want to see her in other properties? Um, is she here to stay or is this a one-off? What do you guys think? Talk to us. <laughs> All right, brother, you ready to jump into this week's movie? Yeah, man. All right, man. We have Van Helsing. Uh Uh-oh. This movie was released in 2011. I think our movie last week was also released in 2011. Oh, boy. So I'm not going to bore you with those movies, but Uh, we've got a few others. Orgy was released in 2011. Orgy was. Throw that back out there. Clearly, you wrote it down. (laughs) I made a note here. (laughs) Boop. Oh. Got to look that up. Uh, Lake Bell. I mean, there we go. Uh, so we got a few movies that did drop that year. Uh, the good old fashioned orgy is not on this list. Uh, the change up immortals. I am number four, the gray dream house, three musketeers and the alien sci-fi comedy classic. Paul. Watched that a couple weeks ago, actually. So good, dude. <laughs> it really is. Those ones, if it's on watching it. Yeah. 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 So good, man. <laughs> All right, guys, we have uh, Van Helsing. This is written and directed by Steven Summers. We have a $165 million budget. Box office brought in $300.2 million. Right. Starting this one, we have Hugh Jackman as Van Helsing. Kate Beckinsale as Anna Valerius. Richard Roxburgh as Count Dracula. David Wenham as Carl and Schuler Hensley as Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's monster. Uh, Kevin O'Connor as Igor and Will Kemp as Velkin Valerius. All right. All right, brother. Um, before we get into it, give yeah. us that quick synopsis, man. Uh, Van Helsing is sent to Transylvania to kill Dracula and protect Anna and Velkin. Uh, he discovers Dracula's plan to bring his thousands of ox offspring to life. Uh, then he finds out he's the key to bringing Dracula to his death after being attacked by a werewolf. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. All right, man. Um, off the bat here, we have Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Abraham Gabriel Van Helsing, a legendary hunter of monsters. Yes, sir. Look at this gorgeous, long-haired raven, Hugh Jackman. With this yeah, humongous add on description his, I've ever heard. It's, I mean, beautiful guy. Yeah. Um You're good looking he man. He uh, you know, in between doing stuff in theater, in between him being um 
Wolverine, he decided right. to do this flick. What are your thoughts about his character here, man? You know, it's kind of like toting the lines with the uh, Hansel and Gretel, right? Yeah. Kind of same kind of deal. Um, looks great in his leathers. Really does. He <laughs> looks good in his leathers. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I love it. Um, no, I mean, he's a, he's a hunter, right? That's yeah. his that's his thing. He gets sent down on, on missions, and he's there to kill monsters. Yeah. You know, there's not a really a gray line or a gray area for him. He's going in, he's finding the monster, he's killing the monster. Find out if the monster is evil. Yeah. Too, right. There is there is a moral thing there. If it's evil, then he's there to kill it. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, seems to be doing a good job. Like he's, I love he's working. I love how we meet him and he's up against Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Right. And that's how we get introduced to him and his fighting style and his techniques and his gizmos right. and gadgets and everything. And I will say, like, he's fun to watch in this movie, man. Yeah. Like, him himself as the title character and Hugh Jackman leading uh, makes this a really good flick, man. Yeah. Um, just him. Uh, things that I didn't like is I think at times <clears throat> and I think this is more of a Steven Summers type thing. Okay. It just gets kind of campy at times. Yeah, yeah. Um and I was like it's got to be a Steven Summers thing cuz he did GI Joe's Ri- Rise of Cobra, he right. did The Mummy and The Mummy Returns, right? And you love at least the Mummy movies <laughs> cuz it does have like that air of camp. Right. But it's like okay, that works. Does that translate well into Van Helsing? Not as much. Not as much, man. Yeah, there was some stuff, not just Hugh Jackman, but uh, yeah. just kind of everybody now and then just being like, all right. Yeah. yeah we could have passed on that that few seconds of film right there. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, there's times where you can get, like, a good laugh or a good chuckle yeah. or like throw a good joke out there but i feel like these were just mistimed yeah yeah and it, and it was like hugh like if you were the sh- if Hugh jackman uh van Helsing was the straight man the entire time and really didn't try to make any jokes or funny business or anything that would have been better right i think that would have been better and then and, and leave it up to <clears throat> the to the carls and the igors exactly right? yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly that's the only like ding i have for because it's like i didn't really feel that man. yeah yeah all right, man. So we also have uh, Kate Beckinsale as uh, Anna Valerius, the last descendant of the ancient Romanian family. Well, we have Kate Beckinsale, and she looks like a badass yes. with a sword. Yes, who can kick ass most of the time. Most of the time, she's screaming "run" a lot. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> which, which I hear her like, say "run" a lot. <laughs> which is, which is. See, I'm gonna have to compare this movie to the Mummy movies, man, because like. Yeah, yeah. She did it in the Mummy movies. Like, she was a, she was like a badass. Like, I thought Steven Summers was going to be like, all right, like, if James Cameron and Ridley Scott can get these, like, women and do, like, it'd be like action heroes and right. save the day and stuff, I'm going to do that as well. And, like, he has Kate Beckinsale lined up to do that in this movie. Right. And then she just turns around and is like, 
well, I, I look like a badass. I have this badass sword, but yeah, yeah I'm going to run. Yeah, she definitely didn't have as big of a warrior personality as I thought was going to play out. Like right? when, you, when you first saw her. Yeah, yeah. It, you're just like, oh, shit. Okay. Right. What do we need Van Helsing for? We got her. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, it did not turn out that way at all. Man. Yeah, that was a little disappointing. I thought that she was going to play a bigger, bigger warrior role than she did. Yeah. And I don't know why that is or why it played out that way, but, you know, I guess it's maybe the um, damsel in distress. Yeah. Was kind of way outweighing the warrior side of it. Yeah, I guess you needed that as well. Because, I mean, that's ultimately that's what she was. Yeah. That's why he was he was sent there to protect, yeah, yeah. protect her and her, her brother. Right. Um. All right. We got Richard Roxburr. As Count Vladius Dracula, a powerful vampire. Yeah. yeah. He was uh he was Dracula. And he was like not bad at it, <laughs> but wasn't good at it though. Yeah, this this Dracula seemed a little bit um excited. About everything, he was horny. <laughs> he was horny the entire. Maybe that movie. was the better. Like yeah, if he yeah. like thinking about his offspring, he was horny. Yeah, yeah. Thinking about uh, killing uh, the Romanian family, he he just seemed like yeah, he's ready. To he had his pants up. on, um, and like just not even like trying to kill Van Helsing, but like. Just the conversation that they have when he kept on calling him Gabriel and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. I feel like he was horny to that as well. <laughs> I feel like it just. Yeah. It, it, some of his parts in here were, like I said, very like eccentric. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I could, used horny, but whatever. Yeah. You know, it could be used intertwined, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, you know, we think of Dracula as a, as a dark, powerful vampire right and he was just kind of like he was just out there i would lot. go to i would go to the beach with this guy yeah yeah man i play some beach volleyball yeah. with this dracula man he seemed like a really cool guy right yeah he's so like he threw a ball dude. he threw a ball <laughs> man threw a party you know yeah yeah so <laughs> he seems really cool yeah yeah he's just like trying to hang out with him right you know he's like making he's out he doesn't even kill um, Kate Beckettel's character, right? He doesn't even kill Anna. He he makes out with her. True. He doesn't want to ch- change her over. She wants like her to decide. It's kind of like you got some like pre Twilight vibes there. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> like, I invite this dude to the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> he seems really yeah. And like, a, a I lot of I the scenes, I didn't fear him. That's the yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. A lot of the scenes between him and his mates were were. Stuff I could have not had in the movie and been, yeah. been okay with. Yeah. They were also, like I said, just eccentric personalities that seemed a little much. This was a two-hour two and 11-minute movie. It was a long haul. It could have you could have cut so much stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it is like when he goes back into, like, the gel or the thing with, like, his three ladies or whatever to, like, consummate or whatever. Yeah, that was super weird. That was super weird. It's like, okay, that means y'all are about to get it on. Right. In a weird way. But they were like 
your images were like frozen on the wall or yeah, something. Yeah. No. It was like you know, I didn't, I didn't understand what was going on there. Super weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think you wouldn't want to be frozen to do that, but you know, it's what I mean, I'm not a vampire. So I'm not a vampire. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they, how they get down. We have um, <laughs> this is the third Australian. We got Hugh Jackman, an Australian. Uh, Richard Roxburgh is an Australian. Then we got David uh, Winham, also an Australian. That's Carl, a friar of the Holy Order. This dude is like <clears throat> Q from 007. He's Robin from Batman. Um, and he's like Tonto from the Lone Ranger. Like if you combine <laughs> yeah. like three different people, he's definitely like yeah. that. Um, and he's the comic relief. Oh yeah, definitely. Right. And like, that's what he's there for. If you, um, once again, taking it back to other Stevens, uh, summer's movie, uh, he's the brother from the mummy, right? Like that's what he is supposed to be. And supposed gotcha. to like, be be the one and be the one scared and be the one to uh, get in the peril and then Van Helsing character gets him out or whatever. Yeah, um, he did it, but I don't know, man. The jokes just didn't land for me. I think you had, like you said, Van Helsing at the same time is kind of trying to do the same thing yeah. in there, and it should have really all been on Carl. Yeah. Um, but they also weren't necessarily well placed. I think there could have been, there was a lot of opportunities to be funny that were not taken. I agree. I agree. Just the scene where she's like, how do I repay? Like he saves the girl. He's yeah. like, how do I repay you? Uh, he like whispers in her ear. Like, why do you whisper in her ear? It's just you, you two. Yeah. Also, you're not a monk. You're a friar. You tell her that out loud. Yeah. So it's just like, uh, it was a moment there. Was that moment needed? Yeah. I don't know. He is a fantastic, I can't say he's a fantastic director because all I really like is the Mummy movies. I can't even say that about Stephen <laughs> Summers. He's man. a fantastic director of Mummy movies. Of, the, mummy of movie. Brendan Fraser, <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. Of Brendan Fraser, yes, that's he's really good at that, man. <laughs> All right, we have uh, Schuler Hensley, um, is an American singer and actor, and he plays Frankenstein's monster. I don't know about you, man, but like the most annoying character in the movie. I'm giving he you was, some hot takes he, right now. He he wasn't monster enough. No, for me, he, he should have been a little bit more. Uh, what's the best word? Um, Intimidating, a little, scary, yeah, a, a little less humanized. Well, like that's the thing. So, like the story of Frankenstein, Frankenstein monster, is that he was trying to bring this person, yeah. this being, to life, and the townspeople are the ones who like rejected them. Right. Right. Um, so I get that aspect. What I don't like is that like, you didn't fear this guy at all. There was nothing that you feared right. about Frankenstein. Yeah. He like scares Van Helsing, uh, right. whatever I mean, at, he, at first, he put him down with a few darts, but you know, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it just wasn't intimidating, and I just wanted more from him. And, like, when he was being electrocuted at the end, like, dude, get out of those damn traps, man. Yeah. you. 
You're 600 pounds, bro. Yeah, just okay. Just make it happen. Get out them damn, if my damn cat can get out them damn straps, bro, you can get out them damn straps. All right, man. <laughs> Good gosh. And you're crying the entire movie. Yeah. He's Save super, yourself. Like, he's super, super, uh, campy. Super sad. Yeah. Campy. This entire movie, man. I'm, I'm giving you hot takes, brother. <laughs> giving you hot takes. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll explain why at the end, man. Um, Kevin James O'Connor is Igor, a servant of Frankenstein's now working for Dracula. One, this is like the biggest come up right here. Okay. Oh, man goes. Oh, they coming for y'all? Yeah. Oh, um, here's my two weeks notice. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gone. I'm out. I'm out of here. Right. It goes to work for the other guy. This dude yeah, leaves yeah. Burger King to work at McDonald's. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like in a in a in a heartbeat. Right. Um. Hot take. One of my favorite characters in the movie, actually. One of my favorite characters in the movie. Like he was actually funny. Right. And like, he actually had motive. Yeah, and, and you it, understood his motive. Yeah, and he had just enough screen time to not be uh, overused, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Or to be boring. Like, Agreed. his scenes were funny. Agreed. He was getting beat up, one or two. <laughs> uh, we got Will Kemp as uh, Velkin Valerius and his brother, who's turned into a werewolf. Most time he's a CGI werewolf, so yeah. like his acting we don't really know m- much of. Um, but I will say, having like a servant werewolf is kind of cool, and I want one. And I have a dog, but he doesn't listen to me <laughs> at all. That's fair. He's also a blind bastard. Yeah, yeah, doesn't, yeah. Can't probably can't hear me, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it'd be really cool to have yeah, a. Yeah. a uh, Werewolf, man. Yeah, just pretty sweet. Just chilling. Yep. All right, guys. Do we have um, his three ladies, uh, Dracula's uh, concubines, brides? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Verona, Mariska, and uh, Alira. And they were just basically like his foot, sh- foot soldiers. Yeah. They were just fun. Yeah, I mean, when they were... In vampire form, they were fun to watch fight. Stuff. Yeah, but they were they were not in vampire form. Kind of annoying. Not a, not a fan. Yeah, kind of annoying. But yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Those were like the cool effects and seeing Van Helsing and Anna like take on those three. Yeah, I enjo- I actually enjoyed seeing like those battles, those matches there. Um, and then we have. Uh, Stephen Fisher as Dr. Jekyll and Robbie Coltrane as the voice of Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde was a CGI character in here. Yep. Um, but also like my second favorite character in this movie. <laughs> um, it's fair. Wish he got more screen time, but he was like just, he was more intimidating than Frankenstein. Oh, Frankenstein's yeah. monster, excuse me. Oh, yeah. Um, it was a badass. And I was like, dude, <laughs> you almost took Van Helsing, you know, right. the full 12 rounds. So... Fun to watch, man. Yep. Um, look and feel of this movie. I have to go back to like the mummy compared to this. <laughs> I'm sorry, the mummy's like two. The <laughs> that's what I'm naming the pod, by the way. <laughs> the mummy. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I already know. I'm putting that in my notes right now, and I'm gonna like explain why in a second. Um, when we when we like r- wrap it up and everything, uh. The look and feel of this movie, man, 
you can tell they're on sets. You can tell it's like CGI, blue yeah. screen. Everything looks super fake. <laughs> it just does. Well, they tried to have such a gigantic scale. Yes. Like the scenes were so humongous for like three or four people at some points. $170 million. $170 million is what they gave him. And it looked really, really fake. Yeah. Which means $120 went to Hugh Jackman. That's, <laughs> that's, what, exactly that's what that what means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what that means, man. Uh, 1999's The Mummy, $80 million. Looked phenomenal. Okay? Mummy Returns, they upped it. They gave him $98 million. Looked phenomenal. Even CGI The Rock at the end looked good, okay? <laughs> That's a hot take for you. This movie just did not look good. Like, just... You're in this world, even the, the trailer, like the, the poster, the one shot. I was just really upset about it, man. <laughs> I mean, I agree. It was, everything could have been dialed down a lot to be a little bit more uh, screen filling with the characters. Like yeah. I said, like the, the, the biggest battle of the movie is like when they're at that bridge and the two buildings and stuff, and it's just. It's ginormous. It's huge. Yeah, and they're just you just see little people running across the <laughs> real small everywhere. Um, that was one of the things that happened that I did not enjoy. Here's the thing, man. Um, I will say this, but before we jump in this, Alan Silvestri did the soundtrack and composed this. Man, music wise, beautiful. Alan Silvestri is one of the best in the game. Um, you know, he's done a lot of the M MCU, including the Avengers films. Oh boy. Uh, so he's fantastic. So they like did bring the music here right. and you felt it. It just didn't match up with the visuals. No. The, the music, no, no. you know how we talk about like the, the visuals usually like it either matches or like outplays the, the dynamic of yeah. the movie. The music was king here. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason why I stayed, and I'm going to bring it full full circle here. I love this movie back when it dropped, man. Right. When this movie dropped back in 2011, I was, or 2004, why the heck did I say 2011? I messed up the entire pod. This movie came out in 2004. All right, let's scrap it. Let's start over. We got to start the whole damn thing over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh, that's funny. All right, guys. So, 2004 is when this movie dropped. I'm just going to let Javi keep talking and laughing in the background there, okay? Oh, God. Here's the thing, okay? Ooh. I knew I was younger Ooh. when this movie came out. 2004 is... We, we, right were, we, were, we were juniors. Yeah, it was... Um, I loved this movie when it came oh out, dude. Man. This movie was just like <laughs> top tier. Nobody can outdo this movie. Right. Like Steven Summers should do like That's all the movies for the rest of my time, life. Man. It's a different time. Different eyes. I go back to watch this movie this, this week though, man. Yeah. And I, I promise you, okay. It took me 
five days to watch this movie. Oh my gosh. I could not focus. I could not like sit still. Yeah. I just didn't care. Right. From the get go, I did not care, man. I get it. I get it. It just was. I mean, after you watch something like Infinity War or Endgame, you really can't ever see anything different. Like, we clearly leveled up. Yes. Is what we did there. But, like, this movie does not hold up is what I'm saying. Oh, not at all. No, it did. It was not a beautiful sight to see. No, it was not. It was. And we've seen some that are. That hold up. Dude. Johnny Mononic with Keanu Reeves, that movie still holds up, man. That's still a beautiful movie. Uh, this is just not one of them, man. Yeah. Um, and I think that a lot of that goes to our televisions now, right? We yeah. got we we can see so much more definition than yeah the old big tube TVs. You know, from those you couldn't see nothing. It didn't matter what they showed on there. It looked. Okay, as long as you could see it. Yeah. Um, oh my God, is that is that Hugh Hugh that Hugh Jackman in frame? Yeah, <laughs> this is good. Yeah, I think that that's five buckets of popcorn. <laughs> He's in frame, ladies and gentlemen. That, that's something that does a lot for me when I'm just watching watching older shows, and you're just like, man, I can really see how terrible that was. But I've watched the Mummy and the Mummy Returns on these big dog like televisions, said, man. Like I these said, are gorgeous movies. Like I said that. We've seen them that hold up, but there's plenty that don't. I guess. You you really love the mummy, so I love those damn movies, man. Got some those movies got, raised me. <laughs> you got the the goggles on. What is it called? <laughs> the uh, um. Oh my god. Sand like, goggles. Like love, love goggles or something like that. That's fine. I don't know what they're called. That's fine. All right, guys. <laughs> um, let me talk about a theme real quick before we uh, wrap this one up. Uh, one, I apologize. This was not 2011. This was 2004. <laughs> there are movies that came out in 2004. I can't tell you what those are mm-hmm. at this point in time. But, guys, I... I don't know of a theme for this movie. I don't think Steven mm-hmm. Summers really had a... Like, most... Okay. Like, we talked about Steven Soberg earlier, right? Right. And when he goes into directing a movie, there's a, there's a central theme... Why he's doing this? Like, what's his mo for doing this movie? Um, I think Steven Summers is literally like a kid, and he's just like, dude, I just want to make like an awesome movie. Yeah, like, and he had success with the Mummy, the two Mummy movies. He didn't come back for the third one, but um, he didn't have this movie made money, but didn't have success. Like those, like those movies, and I mean, yeah, Hugh Jackman kicked back and sell headlining it. Yeah, make some money. Yeah, it's gonna make some money there, but <sighs> yeah, I see what you're saying, and yeah, I agree. I mean, it's he just wanted to make a cool movie. It's a mashup of different tales. Yeah. So, what is the end game here? To just you're not telling a story about just Dracula and his thing or just werewolves or Frankenstein and his monster. This trying to make a mashup of a bunch of different stuff. And it just kind of, this reminds me of Spider-Man three. We're like a bunch of stuff going on. We're like the tale is, you know, obviously this came out after Spider-Man three in 2007. So, um, 
<laughs> um, I was waiting for that. I was just trying to hold it back. <laughs> um, less is more, man. Yeah. Less is more. Uh, you know how, like, Batman and Robin? Less is more. You have too many people, too many plot points, yeah. too many, like, plot lines that you have to get through, and you, everybody got to share all this. Uh, there's just a lot going on there. I will say say this. I have no clue what a theme is for this movie. He just wanted to go out and have a good time. You're just kind of making up his own tale there. All right, guys. So that's our conversation about 2004's Van Helsing. <laughs> JV, give me your uh, thoughts and ratings on this flick, man. Yeah, like we talked about, man, it's kind of up and down through the whole movie. Yeah. There's some points I enjoyed, some, a lot of stuff I didn't. I think in 2022. That's this year. That this is going to get a two out of five buckets popcorn from me. Okay. I'm going to say in 2004, it might have got four or five. Okay. But at this point. We're fully formed adults. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of. I guess whatever. You know, nicer TVs and stuff now. Yes. Yeah. So I don't have a zenith. Yeah. <laughs> zenith. I'm sure, a lot of people still have zenith TVs. They they were we gotta, they stayed alive. We gotta watch the race somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, two out of five bucks popcorn for me, sir. How about cool. you? Um, one bucket of popcorn. Fair enough. Yeah. This gets one quick bucket of popcorn. Once again, dude, it took me five days to watch this movie. Right. I kept on falling asleep. I kept on getting bored. I just got up and did something else. Didn't even pause it. Like, just one one time. I've watched the movie multiple times over the years. Oh, me too. And I don't hate the movie. Mm. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Like. Crazy fan of it either. Rewatching yeah. it now, I'm, I'm just not. I don't oh. like this movie. <laughs> I, I give it one bucket of popcorn because uh, the two stars, Hugh Jackman and Kate Beckinsale, they yeah. look amazing, sound amazing, and um, Alan Silvestri's score. That's the one bucket of popcorn. Everything else, you know, the the... Mr. Hyde was was cool. Igor was yeah. cool. That all falls into that one bucket of popcorn. Everything else, man, you can throw it to the wayside. He was doing too much. He got so... Because The Mummy Returns was so well done and so beautiful. I know I keep coming back to that. That <laughs> state... state <laughs> I hate you so much. You're going to be so confused if this pod's about Van Helsing or The Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> Once they get to the other side, that was a good mummy pie. <laughs> oh, damn good mummy yeah, pie. Yeah, good mummy pie. Um, no, I really think that Universal, like said, dude, carte blanche. Go make your, go make your I movie. I don't know what that means. Uh, here, free reign to do whatever the hell oh, you want right, to do. Yeah. That's why, like, he came in and, and did this. Yeah. And it did not land. Did not land... As well, it once again made money, but right, not a movie that's going to be well remembered and well loved, right? Like the Mummy series. All right, team, 
Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Van Helsing. Next week, we'll be discussing the Danny Boyle take on the Apple co-founder, Steve Jobs. And that's streaming on Netflix. Like always, I'm Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I'm Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.